Welcome back to Godfidence, where your faith in God, combined with your confidence in yourself, gives you a powerful force that I love to call Godfidence. You know, we've got to have faith in the name of Jesus. Everything in the Bible says, believe in my name. Jesus said, believe in my name. Believe in my name. You see, we've got to develop faith in the name. The name does the work. We don't do it. That's why Jesus said, always pray in my name. See, if you got small faith in the name or you got medium faith in the name, you're not going to get results. That's called mental assent. Mental assent sounds like faith, acts like faith. But it's not faith in the name. See, you got to have big time, powerful belief in the name of Jesus. And then you will get big time results in your prayer life. So do you understand there's a big difference between mental assent and faith? And what did the Lord tell us? He said, believe in the name of Jesus and you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I've done that many times. Not that I'm better than anybody. I just say, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. Because Jesus had 39 whippings on his back, and every stripe covers every sickness and disease. So I tell that to people that are sick or ill, and then I just speak the word over them. I don't come up with my own stuff. I just say, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. And in Jesus' name, I declare you healed. And then I walk away, right? Because my faith is not in Greg Cap. My faith is in the name. And when I put faith in the name, that it draws the Holy Spirit into the situation, and the Holy Spirit heal, heal, heals people. He also said, cast out demons in my name. I've done that many times. I done that many times when people got the spirit of worry or the spirit of doubt or the spirit of revenge or the spirit of fatherlessness or the spirit of anger. Do you understand that these things are spirits? Psychology will tell you that we're bipolar. We're not bipolar. We live in a spirit realm. There's angels and there's demons and a demon can come in to a household through a father. Through a mother. My mother was filled with a spirit called worry. And when I met my mentor, he said, Cap, you worry a lot. I said, I do. He said, every question you ask me is a worry question. And he said, was your father a worrier? See, he understood this generational curse. He said, was your father a worrier? I said, no. He didn't worry about anything. I said, was your mother a worrier? I said, sir, my mother had a master's degree in worry. She was worried when she wasn't worried. And then my mentor said, Greg, worry is a spirit. I never heard that in my life going to church my whole life. He said, worry is a spirit, and your mother passed that bad spirit on to you. And that was like a revelation to me. And so you know what? You got to write to what? In Jesus' name to command those spirits to leave. 
I'll never forget when my little granddaughter, Sophia Grace, was in first grade, and I laid her down to bed, and I kissed her goodnight. And she said, Papa, I feel like there's something bad in my closet when you leave the room at night. And I said, Sophie, when you say the name Jesus, whatever's in that closet has got to leave, or else there's a warrior angel that will drag that thing right out of this house. And so I kissed her goodnight. And the next night when I laid her down to sleep, she said to me, Papa, when you left the, when you left the room last night, a voice inside my head told me not to believe what you just told me. And I said, Sophia, remember, she's a first grader. I said, Sophia, everybody is tempted by that voice. Your mommy hears it. Your daddy hears it. Your granny hears it. And I hear it. But you have the legal right to say, in the name of Jesus, don't you talk to me anymore. And then my little Sophie, she says, Papa, if a person could control their thoughts, then a person could control their entire life. And she fell asleep. And I thought an angel spoke to me. Do you know how profound that is for an 80-year-old to say it? But for a first grader to say If a person can control their thoughts, then a person can control their entire life. You see, those thoughts in your head are not your thoughts, but you're going to have to start learning to separate them. Do you know that whenever I tell that story, women always come up to me afterward. And they say, Greg, I haven't thought about this for years, but I was when I was like seven or eight or nine, I realized there was another voice in my head. See, men never say this to me because men never think about this stuff. But women would say to me, I was six, seven, eight, and I realized there was another voice in my head, but then I forgot about it. And it disguised itself, and I thought it was my own voice in my head, my own thoughts. That's powerful right there. That's powerful right there. So what else did Jesus say to do in his name? He said, bind things on earth in my name and they'll be bound in heaven. And loose things on earth in my name and they'll be loosed. Do you see how powerful it is to believe in the name of Jesus? I'm not better than anybody. Right? I was given the same measure of faith you were. But I believe In the name, I wish I could tell you right now, 40 or 50 powerful miracles that have happened in my life when I said, in the name of Jesus, the name above every name, the name that's above cancer, the name that's above divorce, the name that's above division on my team, the name that's above every other name on this earth. But I see so many Christians that don't get a revelation See, they go get information. But you see, that's all in a natural realm. That'll only get you so far. But when you get a revelation of what's going to happen when you believe in the name, not mental ascent. 90% of Christians I know pray with mental ascent. There's no problem with it. I don't judge anybody. But I want results. If you're going to a church and you're not seeing results, get out of the church. 
You know what I mean? It's like it's like you working for someone making thirty thousand a year as a mentor, but you want to make a hundred thousand. I say get out of there. How are you going to learn how to make a hundred thousand a year when your mentor makes thirty thousand a year? And how are you going to learn how to develop power in the name of Jesus if you're not learning it at your church? I would never want my children to go to a church where they don't see miracles happening. Miracles happen in my church. That's why I go there. So remember, the secret to answered prayer is believing you receive as you pray. But you got to do it deep in your heart. And that's a whole soil talk that I'm not going to give right now. So the sower is you. The seed are the words that come out of your mouth. And Jesus' parable was really all about the soil. Some people got asphalt for soil. Some people got rocky soil because they just try it once in a while. Some people got thorny soil. And what I've done in my life is try to develop rich, black, fertile soil so that when I speak something out of my mouth, it starts to grow immediately. God bless every one of you and may God empower every one of you to take this message and develop a greater faith in the name Jesus.